Hello, and welcome to the Badass Business Squad podcast, where I help entrepreneurs like you feel lit up in their businesses by connecting them with the best community, education, and business strategy. I'm your host, Katrina Widener. Tune in each week for bite-sized episodes where I'll share implementable advice, interview guest experts, and highlight key takeaways from real hot seat meetings inside the Badass Business Squad group coaching program. Hello, it is Katrina Widener, your host of the Badass Business Squad podcast, and I am here to talk about another hot take today. (laughs) It is really interesting because when I was sitting down planning out this podcast episode, I knew that I wanted to talk about potential clients ghosting you. I realized, slash I remembered, that back when I first started my business, I had a blog post that was all about why potential clients are ghosting you. This blog post was very, very logical, and I stand behind everything I said in it. Like, you're not demonstrating your value to the customer through your copy or your marketing. You're not automating responses, so maybe you're not responding to them quickly enough, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If you're interested in that, I will link it in the show notes. But the approach I wanted to take today is really about transforming our mindset around the idea of potential clients ghosting you so that it doesn't feel quite so heavy. Back in 2021, a guest expert, Allison Masso, came and talked about client rejection. And she was able to give some really, really insightful information around how to navigate through when you get rejections from clients. And I really wanted to expand upon that topic a little bit when it comes to clients ghosting you and change your mindset on what this means for you and what this means for your business. As a society, we are so, so conditioned to see anything but a yes in those client conversations as a failure, as a disappointment, as something to be ashamed of, as something to feel embarrassed about. And really, my goal here today is to say that's not the case at all. (laughs) I love to do this exercise with my clients when we're talking about this. And that's really sitting down and saying, okay, when I myself have a consult with someone, I very, very rarely am saying no to someone because they suck, right? (laughs) If we think about what happens when someone says no to us or someone ghosts us, we generally take it personally, especially if we're a solopreneur. And the reality is that when someone says no, it's generally just because you're actually not the right fit for them. This is where my passion for alignment comes in because I am so deep in my own journey of alignment. I have moved through so many phases of my life, each one getting closer to the reality of who I am, how I operate, what I want in life, how I want my life to look, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I know that that's only going to continue on for the rest of my life. So when I say no to someone that I am the potential client for, and I reverse those roles, It's never because they don't have a good service. It's never because their marketing wasn't done correctly or 
they're not good at what they do or any of those sort of situations. And I should put the caveat in there. It's probably like nine out of 10 times. That's why I have had a few selling experiences that leave a bad taste in my mouth. But nine out of 10 times, if I'm saying no, it's because it's genuinely just not aligned with me. It's because I'm trusting my decision-making authority, which I'll link the human design episodes in the show notes in case you do not know what a decision-making authority is. But it's me saying, I know myself, I know my business, I know how I make decisions the most aligned for myself. And so if this opportunity has come my way, I can make a confident aligned decision every single time. And as a coach, and specifically as a human design informed coach, I want every single client who works with me to be genuinely aligned with me. I want every single client who works with me to be an ideal client, to be a dream client, to be the person that I'm like, hell yes, I want to work with you. And if someone is getting told a yes 100% of the time, I actually, as a coach, would turn to that client and say, you are not being discerning enough. You are not being specific enough. You are not bringing in your ideal clients. You are most likely going to have client interactions that don't feel good to you because 100% yes conversion means that you're not actually getting people aligned with you. So when we take that knowledge and when we take that mindset and we look at clients who are ghosting us or we're looking at people who are saying no to our services, it's not a bad thing. I want to make that very clear. People saying no is not a bad thing. Sure, it can feel disappointing, especially if we're like, oh, I could really use that income. But we don't want to be those businesses that take whoever just for the money. We want our ideal clients every single freaking time. We want to work with people who we adore. We want to have the clients that we say, if every single one of my clients could be like them, I would love my business even more than I already do. So changing our mindsets from a client ghosting me or a client saying no to me is a failure to a client ghosting me is giving me an indication of how they're going to be the rest of the time we're working together. Or a client saying no to me is saving me from having to pull teeth to get this person to send me their files or show up to their meetings or do their homework, right? It's actually easier for us to look forward to those meetings. And I want to be clear, we're not talking about toxic positivity here. I'm not saying we're being like, oh my gosh, I have to find the good in every single situation. And we're not saying I need to make sure that I feel good about every single thing that happens. We can still feel disappointed that the person who we had on our consult wasn't an ideal client. But that's all that we want to look at it as. If you're a copywriter and someone's looking for a web designer, you're not going to be offended. They're not hiring you to do that work, right? If someone, though, is looking for a specific type of copywriter and you are a copywriter who does something different, you might be more tempted to bend over backwards to fit yourself into their mold. That's what we don't want in our businesses. When I talk about alignment, 
it's not just alignment in your marketing. It's not just alignment in how you spend your days and whether or not you have a schedule and what your sales strategy is, which is all stuff that we cover. It's also alignment in who are the people I'm bringing in? How do I guarantee ideal clients every single time? And that's by not being afraid to say no. And that's by not being afraid to hear no. If you are hearing no over and over and over again, it also is an indication that something isn't working for you. We don't want to hear yes 10 out of 10 times. We also don't want to hear no 10 out of 10 times. And so if we take this and we're able to say, question one, was this my ideal client? Yes, no, no. The second question we ask ourselves is, am I getting mainly people who are not my ideal client? Ideally, you're also saying no. If that's the situation, then you can take that information and just say to yourself, okay, great. They're not a good fit. Moving on to the next one, right? Ariana Grande, thank you, next. The next indicator, though, is that if that second question was a yes, then it's actually helpful information for us as opposed to something to be ashamed or upset about. If you're mainly getting no's, then there is something in your process that needs to be shifted and evolved. And now we can actually use this to get you yeses most of the time. So maybe it's your marketing that needs to be adjusted. Maybe your copy is bringing in the wrong person. And having that information is actually going to be empowering for you more than anything else. Because you're able to say, I now know where the problem lies. I now know how to fix it. And I understand that. It feels shitty to be ghosted or it feels shitty to be told no. But the truth is that it is one of the best things that can happen for you in some instances because you're allowed to say, I can shift my thinking. Oh, this is not an ideal client. That's not someone I want to work with anyway. And not in like a crabby, angry mode, but in a genuine like, oh, okay, I can let this go because I know that it's not the right person. Or... It's, oh, now I have the information I need to bring in the right people. And so it really is more clarifying and empowering and allowing you to really be that CEO of your business instead of being the reactive solopreneur, we'll say. Anyway, I hope that this was able to help you shift your mindset a little bit on getting ghosted by clients and getting told no and allow you to really see that quote-unquote rejection as something that is more helpful than not. If you're like, okay, Katrina, sure, 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 that all is nice and whatever, and you'd like a little bit more clarification, as always, feel free to reach out to me. I am happy to talk more on this subject. I am happy to chat in the DMs or on email. As always, I will actually be the person on the other side of these conversations. So I hope it was helpful for you. And I'd love to talk to you more if you'd like some further assistance or support. Thank you guys all and have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If what you heard was impactful in any way, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if we aren't friends on Instagram yet, come join the party at katrina.widener or come visit the website at katrinawidener.com.